Bro, so have you watched Mary Poppins or Aquaman or? Oh man, the latest movie that we saw with uh, family over the holidays was uh, Spider-Man's Into the Spider-Verse. Fantastic movie. Oh my goodness. It was really great. Bro, I saw the previews to that earlier in the year and I was like, what mm -hmm. is this nonsense movie? And now you're, yeah. like, you're like the third, fourth person that said that it's a great movie. It is, yeah. I originally, when I first saw the trailer, I thought it was like a TV series or something new coming out. I wasn't too interested. Uh, but yeah, no, a lot of people started giving it like really great reviews. We're very excited for it. And then I got excited for it and I watched it and I loved it. Definitely would recommend that. Gotta check it out, man. I gotta go check it mm -hmm. out. Do it. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of DM and Truth and Tech. I'm Mario Alvarado. And I'm Daniel Escalante. And again, we're happy that you guys can join us on this new year, on this, uh, I don't want to say special episode, but it's, it's a little weird. For those of you who have been following us, we usually have one episode per week, and now we actually have two episodes per week. Exactly, yes. Yeah, we just wanted to um, make sure that we're giving enough time to the topics that we're passionate about. And so from now on this season, you're going to see an episode on Tuesday and an episode on Thursday. Tuesday's episode is going to be our Tech Moment uh, Tuesday. So that's where we're going to be sharing tips on tech and, uh, you know, the technology that we enjoy. And then Thursdays are going to be dedicated to our church talks. And so that's where we're going to get into, um, you know, church topics that we are interested in that you guys have messaged us about. Um, and it's just, you know, we're trying something new. It's a little bit different for us. Um, I know it's a little bit different for you, but just bear with us. Um, and we just hope that you guys are benefiting from this. Definitely. New year, new things to do, man. I like it. Exactly. I like exactly. it. Hey, and with that, we're also trying to get a website up and running as oh, soon absolutely. as possible. Yes. Uh, we want to make sure you guys have these podcast notes um, easy for easy access. So in case you guys need them to apply them to get conversations going, um, you can have them at the palm of your hand, accessing them through your phone on our website. Um, we're also trying to upload different material, practical material concerning church issues, but also concerning tech things that would help your personal life and would also help in your church context. Mm -hmm. um, our first, ep If you haven't listened to our first episode, our previous episode of, on tech, uh, we talked about creativity um, with video. So be sure to check that one out. I thought that was a good conversation Daniel and I had there and that it would help you guys out. We're trying to put those notes, things like that, mm -hmm. with lists of different things that you can use, like the cameras or other things to be creative. Anyway, we're trying to provide as much as possible to you guys so that the conversation can become something more practical in your local setting. And we believe that a website helps out because you can have easy access to the, the stuff. Um, as you listen to us, um, you can go to our website right after and just, you know, get all the information right, mm -hmm. right off exactly. the website. Exactly. So we're excited about that. New things. A bunch of new things happening this new year. We're really excited about that. We're yeah, so we're definitely be, for you guys. Yeah, so definitely be uh, stay on, stay on the lookout for those things. Yes, for sure. Uh, by the way, still email us dmtruthtech at gmail .com. We love receiving you guys' emails and responding to the things that you guys are going through. Praying for you guys, even um, or hit us up on Twitter. We're you know we love Twitter. So uh, dmtruthtech is our Twitter handle. Mm -hmm. 
uh, we're, we're linking all of these for sure on our description. So mm-hmm. they're easy access for you too. Um, and today we have our first church talk of the year. And we're pretty excited about that, man. I mean, Absolutely. it's a, you know, these are conversations that we have. I'm pretty sure you guys have had them before, but I think they're important because they can help um, better or improve um, our our relationship with church um, or our church ministries in your local area. So I think we should just get right to it, bro. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, so this week we are going to talk about gifts. Um, not, not gifts. Christmas gifts. Not Christmas <laughs> <laughs> or not Christmas gifts or gifts. Sorry, my accent. Uh, you might think I'm going to put up a a, a, a gif. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's gifts for the church, mm-hmm. um, and especially in this at the beginning of the year, right? Everyone's trying to put their gifts to practice as the new, um, the new, what's it called? New um, like resolution. Oh no, no. The, the new leaders are coming in, you know, oh, they, yes, they, were, yeah. they were chosen. So the new leaders are coming in and they're being chosen to, you know, to put out whether the Sabbath school, whether it's in, um, hospitality, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The head of their new departments and things like that. And so everybody's in that planning mode, Everybody's extremely motivated to get things done, to get things going. Um, a lot of people probably have big plans for this year. And so, you know, we do hope that everything goes well. Uh, but we definitely want to start a conversation around uh, what most people probably call spiritual gifts. And so, yes. Yeah. And the problem is this. We'll get we're, we'll get right to it. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the issues in our churches is that gifts. I feel they've been limited Bro, I mean, we've talked about this, right? Yes, yeah. Gifts have been limited or in some cases not limited, but some are overemphasized more than others, um, which I think could have a place. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's okay sometimes, but I don't think not the way that it's evolved throughout our time in church. Yes. What are we saying? Basically, for example, we limit gifts in the church to singing and to like preaching for example exactly yeah and so like the most times that you see this commonly is like when somebody comes up to you and it's a new person you know they want to get involved uh, almost immediately they're either led to sabbath school to something on the platform um you know joining the worship team and that's kind of like the areas and you know and, and it's kind of like if they're not interested in those areas it's kind of like well we don't know where else to put you type of thing um, <laughs> yeah so we force them to go into one of these exactly yeah it's like well it has to be one of these areas yeah and and so this this can bring all sorts of problems you might think it doesn't but I, we believe it does and and this this is where we try to make our point and, and get our conversation going so for example it's usually about singing or about preaching mm-hmm. or, you know, like you said, in Sabbath school or teaching. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fit into any of these, we kind of force them to fit into them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what I've seen in a lot of churches is, for example, when someone someone's gift isn't singing, but we know they're not good at teaching. And we don't want them. I mean, not want them, but we don't feel that they're good at preaching either. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're like, I feel a lot of people like oh, end up lying about how good someone can sing when mm. sometimes that's not even their gift. Yeah. 
or vice versa. Or if someone is teaching, they'll be like, oh, wow, you gave that good. But the teaching was bad. It's just we're trying to make them feel good. Mm-hmm. And we'll say, oh, wow, you you taught in such a great way. But the teaching was actually not really good. It, you mm-hmm. you couldn't understand it. It was, um, there's, <laughs> there's probably even heresy involved mm-hmm. um, included in that teaching. Yeah. But we come up and we're afraid of being honest. And we'll just be like, oh, you know, you did great. Amazing you know, keep it up Mm -hmm. and we'll leave it at that. What happens is that eventually we end up with a church full of mediocre gifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or coming from the other side, um, you know, they might be telling us like, Hey, you know what? I don't think this is my gift. I'm not very good at it. Um, You know, I don't, I think someone else could do a better job. And, you know, they're telling us like, you know, they don't feel comfortable in that position, but we'll tell them things like, oh, you know, it's okay. God is going to help you. God is going to give you the strength. God is, you know, you know what I mean? Like we try yeah. to keep them in that position. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because we can't even find someone else to take up that position, you know? And so we're like, no, you know, oh, you need to stay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you like, know, oh, not- who's going to help us? Yeah. Who's going to exactly. help us lead worship? And, if not you, you know- then who? <laughs> Oh, yeah, bro, and, you know, and I'm mean, not saying that you know God can't help that individual you know grow. You know that's definitely uh, something that's very possible, and it does happen. And we want every person to grow by God's grace in whatever department they're leading. But at the same time, that is why God has gifted every person with spiritual gifts and talents and strengths, and we have to be willing to pay attention to those. And when we don't, that's where the problem comes in. That's the problem that comes in mm-hmm. when you limit gifts and you say you can only do this, this, and this, and the and and the gifts are the options are pretty limited. That creates a problem mm-hmm. because then, like we said, you create these you, uh, people start developing their gifts in a very in a very mediocre way because it's not even their gift, mm. but they have no choice. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the Bible real quick. In the Bible, we see that there are multiple gifts. Mm-hmm. So at some point in time in our church, because of the way we do our liturgy, the way we do worship, the way we do Sabbath school, we've made up, what can I say? We've made up all these rules mm-hmm. and all these uh, kind of what we talked about with uh, Marcos. I don't know if you remember, we talked with Marcos about that last time. Mm-hmm. We've made up all these rules um and ideas and traditions that we've called them biblical when they're not mm-hmm. we've created a framework that's so limited that it gives people no choice but to only sing or to only what what else can you say uh preach or teach mm-hmm. um and in the bible we find multiple gifts why are we limiting them? Why? So, for example, you talked about this the other time. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, sorry. Let me just stay. Let me just stay on the same course for right now. Okay. Let's stay on the issue. Why is yeah. this still an issue? When we do evangelism, when we try to outreach to people, we're using mediocre gifts. Mm. We are a church trying to reach to people with a mediocre mindset because we're saying, well. I mean, and I don't think we're saying it intentionally. We're not saying like, oh, let's do this mediocre. No, we're giving it our best we can. But guess what? That worship leader who cannot find or who cannot tune themselves in their voice simply because they just can. It's just not their gift. 
Exactly. But we still put them to lead worship or to lead, uh, you know, an evangelism. Mm -hmm. It 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 people come and they see and they're like, what's what's going on here? You know that that mm -hmm. you know. Imagine you're trying to outreach to a musician and they come and they listen to that. They'll be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So what's the problem? Well, we're limiting the gifts. Mm -hmm. Um. And then we're trying to say, oh no, 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 keep going. You can do it. You can do it. Um. I like to say it's like we're giving like trophies to eighth place. Mm. Um, you know, you know that idea, right? That you give. Mm -hmm. Now, this is my opinion, mm -hmm. and people might not, you know, people might not agree with me, and that's fine. But I'm against giving trophies to like eighth place or like participation points. Mm. Um, I think that does more damage to the person than good. Mm -hmm. um, if you, if someone is doing something and they're doing it wrong consistently. And consistently, I'm giving them participation points mm -hmm. or, you know, eighth place trophies. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting up for failure. I should be able to tell them and say, hey, this isn't your gift or you must do something about it in order to get to the first place. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can't do anything about it to get to first place, then maybe we should look for something else for you to do. Mm -hmm. That is your calling or that is your gift. But in church, we have a hard time being honest and 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 straight up with people i think sometimes because of our of this 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 idea that we have to be perfect and not not say anything that's bad and it i don't think it's saying anything bad to tell somebody hey this isn't your gift but god will gift you with something else mm -hmm. yeah i don't think that's a bad thing of course you 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 know don't don't be rude about it yeah <laughs> don't be like hey you, know, you suck at singing that's not your gift i mean yeah. that's not what i'm advocating for what I'm advocating for is that we set up a foundation in church where we open the door to different gifts. Exactly. That's what you said too, right? Yes, yeah. And I think that is one of the issues that we have is that uh, I'm not, I can't even say like exactly what it is, whether it be the structure or the way that we do things. But for one reason or another, there we don't have a lot of space for many gifts in our church. And so we've limited it to just a few gifts. Um, but we have like this whole host of other spiritual gifts that God is willing to bestow. Um, and that might even be better for the context that we're trying to minister in. Uh, but the mm. very fact that we don't have the space for it, um, and maybe we're not even open to making space for it, is can kind of hurt us um, in many ways. Hurts us big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hurts us big time because then we're stuck with the same gifts. We're stuck yeah. doing the same thing, doing it in a mediocre way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get stuck in a um, Exactly. Is what it seems like. Yeah. Exactly. And that affects, and that affects. So, mm -hmm. so let's talk about some solutions then. Yeah. Like, what, what do we do then? Yeah. Or what do you think churches should do? Yeah. Well, let me, let me, church. let me illustrate it from, from this perspective. Uh, and this is just something that I learned recently. But let's take the uh, lead singer of Queen, for example. Now, if okay. you don't know who Queen was, Queen was, I, I believe, you know, I didn't really grow up listening to their music. Um, but, you know, they sing the the song like, you know, We Are the Champions. Um, yes. That was one of their songs. And yes. the lead singer of Queen, I learned, was born with four extra incisors in his mouth. And so what mm. that allowed to happen was that when he sang... He had he was able to have a greater range in his voice and he could mm. go for longer. You know, he was that's just what happened. You know, that was uh, and it's the fact that he got into singing. That was his talent. You know, he was a born yeah. performer. He knew it. That's what he wanted to do. And that's what he dedicated his life to doing. 
Now, for example, if you have that person, I I, I know his name is Freddie Mercury. That's what it is. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. The singer of Queen. Let's say you have him going up with another person, right? Another someone that maybe he enjoys singing, maybe he doesn't, right? But there, if you put those two individuals together, you have like a sing-off or whatever, Freddie Mercury is clearly going to have the advantage because of his of because of that natural range that he was born with, right? Mm. That's his gift. Mm. Now the other individual, he might do a great job. He might have a great voice, but he will never get to the range or the level of Freddie Mercury because it just it's just not his gift. He can work as hard as he wants, but he will never get to that level. And I think that is maybe some of that we can apply to the spiritual gifts conversation is like you might have someone that is willing uh, because there are people that are dedicated they're committed they're hardworking in whatever they do all right they come to church and they're willing to work in whatever area you put them and you tell them hey we need you to be with the kids they'll go with the kids we need you to be on the platform they'll go on the platform we need you to teach sabbath school they'll go and teach sabbath school all right, that's what they do. You know, they they like to, you know, be in a little bit of everything and they'll give yeah. their best, but they will never get to the same level. They will never take that department to the heights that it needs to be if you put someone that is naturally talented for that area, someone that has that gift, that it has the gift of teaching, that has the gift of preaching, that has the gift of hospitality, that has the gift of, um, you know, uh, greeting people. Those are, that's, that's kind of what we need in our churches. We need to do a better job of matching the people with the talent that that's they were naturally right given so that that's the departments right. can succeed. And now I want to define to everyone when we say naturally given. So we're talking about spiritual gifts, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So we're talking about the, in the Bible. It says that the spirit gives the gifts to whoever he wants. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, so we got to respect that for starters. Oh, if, absolutely. If, if God wants to give the gift to someone and we think it's not them, like it's sorry, it's not up to us. It's, to, it's up to God. Mm -hmm. He gave him that gift, but we should be quick. Like you said, to recognize what gift has been given to whom? Exactly. Yeah. And the problem in our church is that we don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. We feel that there's only a yeah. few gifts that, that that's it. Like, no, God either gave you the gift of singing. So, for example, I've seen a lot of churches where the youth, the only option young people have mm -hmm. are like singing. Mm -hmm. Um. They don't even have the option of teaching, to be honest, a lot of times, because we don't even give them that option mm -hmm. because we think they're too young. But anyway, so they'll have the option of singing or they have the option of uh, AY or Society of mm -hmm. like to just be part of it, to just do a program. Mm -hmm. But let's say God gives someone the gift of photography. Mm -hmm. Let's say God gave someone the gift of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Let's say God gave somebody the gift uh, to make, I don't know, to, like you said, hospitality. Mm -hmm. um, what are the churches doing to open the door to allowing these types of creative ministries to be part of the church? Because mm. when those doors are closed, then they're forced to adapt to 
the 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 gifts that we think are the only gifts that are part of the church. Exactly. And then we're surprised why they might be struggling in that uh, particular department or why they don't seem as happy in that department. Um, you know, we might even shame them a little bit and say, oh, you know, you don't love, it's that, you know, you're not trying hard enough, or maybe you don't love God um, enough, uh, you know? And so we get into things like that. And when it's really not the case, it's just, they're not passionate about that. That's yes. not the area that they want to be in. <laughs> yes. And sometimes, bro, and I think this is so important because a lot of times you, I hear the theory that, oh, we need to give the young people opportunity to lead right or in spanish they say we need to give them cargos yes uh cargos is is leadership roles right Mm -hmm. slash burden the problem yeah slash burden (laughs) the problem with that is a lot of times we do give them cargos we do Mm -hmm. give them leadership positions Mm -hmm. but we want them to do it in the within the framework that we've already set up exactly yeah we don't want to give them the, yes, we don't want to give them the freedom to be creative in their own right or to take those charges yeah. and kind of make it their own. We still want it to be it's their charge but in our image pretty much. Is I guess yeah, the best in, way to say it. <laughs> in our image. And that's an issue. Mm-hmm. That's an issue because it's not just about giving out leadership roles. Mm-hmm. It's about really caring to see what is the gift God has given to this young person or just any church member Mm -hmm. and how can they make this a ministry that will impact god's kingdom here on earth Mm -hmm. are we open as a church to have that conversation yeah um i think that's as a solution that's the first step Mm -hmm. we we have to be open to it because if we keep being close to the same framework we're not going to get anywhere exactly um I would encourage you guys. My, I see this as part of the solution is start asking questions on why can't we allow for other gifts? Maybe it is that sometimes it is that the church does allow. It's just that nobody has come up with it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely possible. Isn't that possible? Mm-hmm. You know, we're so stuck thinking, no, this is the way to do it. But sometimes the pastor or the leaders, they're open to ideas, but no one has really come up with the idea. And we think that we can only mm-hmm. have gifts within the same framework mm-hmm. that we've always had. Yeah. So nobody cares to even ask. Exactly. Or yeah. or bring in a new idea. Yeah. So maybe the first step is if you have, if you feel you have, God is giving you a gift and you want to put it to work for the church mm-hmm. and, and, and for ministry, um, ask, mm-hmm. ask your, lo- ask your leaders, ask your mm-hmm. pastor, um, how can I put this into practice? How can I do something with this gift God has given me? And I feel he's called me to this. Um, I think that would be the first step. Definitely. Yeah. And definitely speaking, you know, as pastors, I think that um, we would definitely appreciate that. You know, we don't, Oof, uh, you know, we're not masters of of every single trade, you know. And so sometimes we we have the mentality of, you know, we have to work with what we have. And so if nobody comes up, Um, I guess it could go two ways too. If, you know, we don't take the initiative to maybe put out an inventory out there, but at the same time too, like if nobody comes up and says, Hey, you know, this is something that I would really like to do. Um, I know from my part, if I had someone come up to me and said, Hey, you know, I have this idea for this, um, initiative that I want to do. Um, I would do anything I could to support that. You know, if, yeah, if it was definitely, you know, something that I felt, um, could bring, um, you know, a benefit to a lot of people, I would definitely support that. Definitely. Now, there's the other part where people, you might ask, 
but people might be close to it. And we've seen this happen mm-hmm. in many churches. Yeah, that's true. And they'll be like, no, we don't do that here at the church. No, that's not something, you know, that's something you can do on your own, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would suggest for starters, keep being pushy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, keep asking questions. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, where does the Bible say that's not allowed? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, in, we, we quoted the other day on, in Exodus how mm-hmm. God, when he chose people to make the sanctuary, like he gifted them, it says, with creativity mm-hmm. so that they can paint, so that they can craft. Mm-hmm. That was a gift by the spirit. Um, so, you know, one of, and I know in one of our podcast episodes, we talk about, you know, being creative about we talked about creativity and how god is a creative god and he created us in his image and how we're creative and the, and these i these this creativity should be used to to spread the gospel mm-hmm. or should be used to reach people to help people mm-hmm. um sometimes your gift is not only you know gifts not only going to be maybe to spread the gospel word but maybe to help someone mm-hmm. specifically to start a nonprofit. i don't know mm-hmm. um but keep being uh, keep being pushy about it. Keep asking questions. Keep telling your leaders why. You know, show me why I'm really interested in doing something. This um, sometimes maybe once people are busy doing other things, leaders are busy with other things. They might not kind of pay attention to you mm-hmm. first time come around. Yeah. But if they see the seriousness in you, like you said, I would love for someone to come and say, "Hey, I want to start this creative." Yeah, um, definitely, and ministry. especially if you saw that, you know that they. they- took the time to, you know, draw plans, they're prepared, you know, they have a whole like presentation, um, you know, that they know exactly what they're talking about, what they want to do, and the direction that they want to go in. I would love that. You know, I don't know, definitely that support that. Mm-hmm. As pastors, definitely. And if they don't, keep being pushy about it. Exactly. If yeah. they don't, keep asking questions, keep trying and insist, and they can see the seriousness of you, and God mm-hmm. will work in amazing ways. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. Um. And I think another part of the solution, and this is to finish off also, mm-hmm. is w- as church leaders, if, you, if you're a church leader listening to this, um, or part of the church even, ask yourself, what kind of of a development plan for gifts does your church have? Mm-hmm. You talked about this, bro, at the beginning mm-hmm. where you said that, you know, sometimes someone, you might see the potential in them. Mm-hmm. Um, someone might start singing and they'll go off tune here and there. But with with tweaking here and there, with practice and with time and dedication to them, mm-hmm. they will grow to they will grow that gift to do amazing things for God's kingdom. But a lot of times churches don't have any plans to develop people's skills or people's gifts. Mm, yes. I think that's a huge negative in our church. Yeah. Um that's one of the questions we need to be asking in order to bring a solution to this issue. What plan does the church have? Is there a, is there a program that helps look for gifts and not only look for them, but to develop them mm-hmm. and empower there, those people and empower them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What, what does the church have? If your church has nothing of that, I think that's a huge element that the church is missing today. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when you go to a company or you go somewhere, they're, they're going to equip you to do something. Even if you're equipped, even if you're good for the job, you'll go through some type of training. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk about spiritual things, especially in church, it's it's an it's an ongoing learning process. Yeah, 
It doesn't just stop. So what is the church intentionally doing to grow you in that gift? Because a lot of times, we, we talked about this the other time, right? When we choose leadership roles, we say, okay, can you be the director of this? And we just kind of pray to God that they'll know how to do it and they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? The same thing happens. The church keeps going in the same old routine, the same old tradition. Yeah. Because there's no plan in place to help develop people, their gifts, mm-hmm. or maybe find one, find new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think these two, these two ideas of, for solutions are important. First of all, you have to be open as a church to allow to, for different gifts. And second, what are you doing to grow them exactly. or to help people develop them? Exactly. Um, cause I think, you know, people are getting tired. Um, I, I, I've known of, uh, of a church that all of a sudden, you know, some youth started leaving. So they're like, Oh no, no, let's just start giving out leadership roles or let's just start giving them you know, mm. things to do, uh, yeah. cargos, let's just start yeah. giving them. And, and I, that, that's just a desperate move. That's not mm-hmm. what, that's not how the Bible works. In the Bible, we find different gifts. We're compared to a body. Some people are hands, some people are fingers, some people mm-hmm. are eyes, some people are mouths. Mm-hmm. Not everyone. There's not, I mean, can you imagine all the body functions that a body has, all the, the different functions mm. that, that are different things play? There's so many. Yeah. There's so many. We have so many organs doing so many things. And when it comes to church, we only have like singing, teaching, preaching. Yeah. <laughs> and we we need to be open to those other gifts that God has given other people. Absolutely. And I think if just starting out this new year with just asking ourselves those two questions, you know, uh, what is it that we're doing to help other people discover and grow their God-given uh, spiritual gifts? And, uh, you know, what plan is in place right now for, for accomplishing that? Just starting the new mm-hmm. year off with that would go a long way, um, I think, to furthering the uh, gospel message to the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So we encourage you guys, uh, go ahead, get this conversation going in your local area. Start asking your leaders. Um, it, it would be amazing to to see a church, you know, with with its diversity of gifts working together for the same mission. That mm-hmm. that that is the purpose of 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 what God wants for His church, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's why Absolutely. we have the Holy Spirit gifting us with with different gifts. And but it is the church's responsibility to come together and say, "Hey, let's figure out um, how we can." help you develop these gifts that God mm-hmm. has already given you and start placing people in the right, in the right gift. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And not trying to force them, um, into, you know, our cookie cutter version of what we think mm-hmm. is the only gifts. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, remember guys, uh, send us your emails, uh, DM truth tech at gmail.com or, uh, let us know on Twitter what you guys think about this. Uh, any other insight that you guys might have. And we'd be happy to get into conversation with you guys. If you disagree, that's also, you know, we always say that's also good. We'd like to hear your guys' point of view. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I would definitely be interested in also hearing, um, you know, what kind of spiritual gifts are out there right now and how are you using ooh, that in your particular context? Yeah. yeah, definitely let us know. You know, are you doing anything um, interesting, new, different? Um, just let us know you know we'd be happy to hear about it for sure for sure but for now that's pretty much it for our church talk today 
Uh, we love having you guys, and we're going to catch you guys next week uh, for Tech Tuesday. Hope you guys have a great weekend. God bless. Yep, have a great weekend, everyone.